1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Backpacking and Blisters podcast, everybody. Today I've got a special guest co-host. I've got Brad Crow Felton with me today. Brad, how's it going? What's going on, man? I appreciate this. Yeah, man. I'm excited to have you. So uh, I, I, we always like to introduce our guests. We like to introduce our co-hosts. Uh, you are actually somebody who's rated the third most famous person by Backpacker Magazine with a bird name. Did you know that? <laughs> really? Uh, I, I dare Any to guesses ask. as to who's ahead of you? You're third. Uh, let's see. Is, is it just Alabama or does it have to be... Uh... Uh, it, it, Is there the a lot of bird name people in Alabama? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Maybe like okay. Big Bird and Sesame Street. Uh, oh, that's a good one. No, yeah, Big, he, yeah, Big Bird's got to be on the list. It was more along the lines of uh, Falcon, the Avenger, and Robin Williams. Those were the two that were ahead of you. Robin Williams? Okay. Robin? Williams. Robin Williams. Oh, I get yeah. it. Okay. I'm a, yeah. I'm a little slow, man. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it makes you feel any better. Uh, Bill Clinton was nicknamed by the Secret Service Eagle, and you're ahead of him on the list. Nice. So you're ahead of a president. Nice. <laughs> He's another Southern yeah. guy, Arkansas, so that's cool. That's right. Yeah, not too far away. Yeah. So you're in Alabama, correct? I am Alabama. Yeah, roll tide. But I, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't. I'm not an Alabama fan, but yeah, roll tide anyway, whatever. <laughs> roll tide anyway. <laughs> All right. So yeah, tell us about yourself. What's your, what's your backpacking story? And yeah, what you got going on? Backpacking, like, so background, I guess, backpacking, uh, yeah, I started when I was a kid, scouts, and then it just wasn't cool anymore when I got in high school, so I don't know why, I just, I stopped, and I wish I'd have kept going, and then kind of got out of backpacking until I was about 30, okay. and so now about 20-something years, 22 years of backpacking. But just to clarify, you were saying that, like, at some point during your schooling, the scouts were like the cool kids in school. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think junior high, and I don't know what it was. I, I don't even remember. I just okay. remember at some point everybody's like, yeah, you know, wasn't it cool to be in scouts? Or maybe we just had different interests. Maybe we just started, you know, other sports or stuff. I don't remember. I just know everybody quit. Everybody I knew quit at the same time. Why, why did I do that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I feel really bad about it. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not too late to like look up the scoutmaster and apologize if you want to do that. Yeah, it's that is so funny you said that because it just hit me. You know what his name? The scoutmaster was named Rocky Stone. That was his name. The scoutmaster. <laughs> <laughs> Boy Scout. Wait, wait, nickname or that's his real name? No, that was his real name. He he oh, was uh, he was a teacher at the high school, and his name okay. was Rocky Stone. Rocky Stone. Okay, that's a great yeah. name. Probably yeah. easy guy to find. Then I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or add that to the to-do list, I suppose. <laughs> so, you know, your, your backpacker is your, is your sport right now, but your day job, you're a lawyer. Yes. I'm, I'm, uh, okay. always work for the government. So I've, I'm a prosecutor by trade. So yeah, I went to law school and then just decided I wanted to do the prosecutor stuff. 
I'm a little bit overdramatic, so that was a good way to get in the courtroom, and I've done that. I've been in the state side doing, like, blood and guts crimes for seven years, you know, the rape, robberies, okay. and murders, and then I moved over to the federal side, so now I'm a federal prosecutor and do drugs and guns and stuff like that. So this will probably translate well to, like, debating about backpacking gear, that is what you're saying. Uh, well, I, the only problem is I'm not that good a lawyer. So I probably won't argue. So well. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's getting off when, when you prosecute, they go freeze what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm responsible for all the criminals on the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, have you ever, have you ever been like in a courtroom and, and demanded the truth from somebody? No. I think that's all from the movie A Few Good Men. I've never seen that actually been done. The judge okay. would be like, "What? No, you can't do that." No. Okay. <laughs> like out of context, you just say, "I want the truth," and then that might just shut things down, I suppose. Probably so. Yeah, you'd get an objection. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you might get an objection. That's right. I like that. Okay. Um, well, I think that Regardless of, of the quality of a lawyer you are, the fact that you went through law school, passed the bar exam, and have a ton of experience, I think I'm going to count myself as the underdog for this upcoming debate-style <laughs> episode. So I'll just, if I can hold my own even, you know, like a fraction of the way, I'll be happy. But uh, we'll, I know it's a different venue, so we'll see. Okay. We'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now just a little bit about yourself real quick. So I got connected with you because you are, I mean, you're, yeah, you're a content provider yourself. You've got... A YouTube channel, and you've got a lot going on. So, so real quick, what what's your YouTube channel all about? My channel is as a crow flies hiking, and started it about I'd say two and a half years ago, something maybe maybe a little more. I don't remember now okay. when I started, but I I started probably just like a lot of people. I was just trying to document trips with my son, my two sons, and thought it would be cool. Okay. And then I just I you know, got a part of the cult of trying to, you know, be a narcissist and film myself. So <laughs> then, then, then the trips didn't actually happen unless I filmed it from then on. I don't know what it is, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a fun journey though. I mean, you know, I'm getting out there and, and filming it. I enjoy the editing and filming as much as anything. It's a lot of fun to me. So when you're, when you're planning a trip and you're, and you're getting things ready, do you pull out the camera gear first or the backpacking gear first? Ooh, you know, I think it's the camera gear first. Okay. I think I do. Yeah, so that's the motivation. Yeah, you start that whole charging process. What what all do I have to charge before I right. go out, you know? Right. Do you do the so, same? Uh, Well, I don't I don't film every trip. Okay. But when I okay. do, I probably do the same thing. I probably, yeah, charge the batteries and get everything out and figure out which, which cameras I'm going to bring and which microphones and this and that. But... Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So you're more of like a documentary filmmaker who happens to backpack. <laughs> I've become that way. I, I'm not sure I wanted to do that, but yeah, now it's like all about the the filming and the walk bys and all kinds of stuff that I'm like, wait a minute, did I did I really go on a backpacking trip or I just go to film myself? It's it just, is. And and one thing about yeah, filming and, and backpacking, one of the challenges is trying to go light and fast. Typically you're going neither because you're bringing the extra camera gear. And then as you're saying, as you're filming extra stuff, you're you're slowing yourself down as well. So that's challenge, but sounds like that's that's well worth it. If that's your passion, that's awesome. So uh yeah, we'll get into more of that at the end as yeah. far as where you can find um it's as the crow flies. Yeah, because a lot of a lot of my friends, I'll tell them that I have a channel, and they'll be like, "What?" And I'll be like, "If you put as the crow flies, you'll end up with the Black Crows playlist, the band from the '80s." Oh, okay. <laughs> so you have to put hiking at the end, or you won't see it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Hard to confuse the two, but I understand how that, how that goes. So yeah, so we'll we'll let's check into that for sure. Really cool. All right. So I've got, so we got a Bible verse for the episode. Bible verse, 2 Timothy 2, 23, 24. It says, have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone. So I'm not sure if you see where this is going, but we're about to have serious disagreements about some gear here. Serious disagreements. So... How will I know if you're taking this too seriously? How will I know if I'm offending you or if you're all riled up? What's what's the sign here? I don't know. Like the I don't I don't think you'll be able to rile me up because 
I don't take the gear very seriously. Okay. I mean, if it's, you know, if it's a pretty color and it's lightweight, I'm usually good with it. So I, I won't probably argue that much with your choices because I, I love all gear. Okay. <laughs> I love all I sound like a politician. There's bad gear out there. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's true for you and your belief system about gear is yes. true for me, and we can just all get along. This is going to ruin the show down here, Crow. We're trying to have an argument where you are passionately defeating me, and I'm just trying to hang on. So if you're just going to be so friendly, like this might this might spoil the show. <laughs> I, I'm just going to pull a like a, a, a WWE, like just – you know, drop and, and fake the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you can go WWE mode, that'd be impressive for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, cause I don't want to breed a long standing quarrel between us, but at the same time we got, we got to have, a, you know, we have to have a decision here, like which is the best one. And so the, the way that it works was I emailed Crow a list of like gear categories and I just put my choices down this, these are my favorite pieces of gear per category. And then he picked four that he disagreed with or had at least a, at least a minor disagreement. And so those are going to be the four that we highlight this episode. And then if this ends up being something that is, is worthwhile in the future, we might do like a sequel with other categories of things. So we got four categories, a four-category gear showdown. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, we, well, we got to talk, talk structure first. So there's two ways we can do this. We can just simply kind of go fast and loose with this and have a conversation it might devolve into just arguments we're just kind of going back and forth or i've got a structure which is more like a debate style format which might still devolve into just us arguing back and forth either way i'm fine with you know you you're kind of the experienced guy so what do you prefer i like the conversation well no i no i i see i'm not a very okay. good arguer because here i am just flip-flopping I, I like the i like the structure you know yeah let's do the structure <laughs> Okay, so the way the idea that I have is that so we'll take turns doing this, but one person goes first, okay, and then they, you know, we pick a category. You share what your choice is and give the reasons for why that piece of gear is the best for that category. The other person has a rebuttal, and then the person that went first has kind of the final say, the kind of the wrap up. And then I'm sure we'll probably not stick to that structure, but we'll try. And then the you know everybody out there, our fellow adventurers, can decide who had or which piece of gear is the best. So between the two, at least. Yeah, in the legal world, we call that the second closing. Okay, so we have the second close, and then we might end up with a third and fourth <laughs> close after that. We'll see, because if in the closings or whatever, you say, you say something that you know strikes a chord, I'm not going to be shy about jumping back in. Yeah, yeah, you got. To, it'll give you time. One last thing I forgot, I meant to mention this at the outset of the episode is that we are now on YouTube. So this episode, I know we've been primarily or we've been completely on audio, but now we've got our YouTube channel going. Just another way for us to get rejected on YouTube again. We're, we're putting our <laughs> podcast there. And so if you want to check it out, this, the, the YouTube version is more of the uncut version and we kind of just leave everything in. So you can see all, yeah. all the times that we mess up here. And so anyway, just a side note. All right. Uh, okay, I'll let you go first. Which... Which category you want to start with? Hmm. Well, I've got the stove right in front of me, so okay. So for the YouTube people out there, for the audio part of this, it's uh, I have the BRS three thousand. Is that right? Yeah. It's mm -hmm. it's faded. It's that's part of my argument. It's faded because this thing has lasted for four years, and my submission or argument is that it was. I think at the time it was twelve ninety five on sale. It's cheap. It's cheap. I think it's like fifteen. Super bucks cheap. Now. Yeah. And it's lasted for four years. I was so skeptical of this thing that I bought an extra one because it was twelve ninety five, and I've kept forever. And it's because it's what point nine ounce. It's not even an ounce. Okay. I think, I think that's right. Something like that. Yeah. That I bought a second one. I keep two with me all the time because I just assumed. Because it was a cheapo thing from China that it was going to go out right. in a few months. Wait, so just to clarify, you backpack with both of them. You put two of them in there. Put two of them in there because even with two of them, they are lighter than most stoves. So okay, and wow. and I figure like I got to have a stove. So the redundancy. So I, I keep two in my backpack, and okay. I just I find it just incredibly light and. So small, no bulky, and I can put it in my uh, pot holder with usually the small canister. I will. I'll, I'll just go ahead and and do the the 
soft downside of it. It's not the greatest efficiency. I, I'm sorry. I'm giving. You probably got me. Yeah, on that. you're giving me ammo Dang, right now. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. So if, if you're in the court, are you like, well, here's now this guy's guilty, but you might consider why he might not be guilty because yeah. of such and such. Yeah, we 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 sometimes <laughs> do that as prosecutors so that we can you know show that we're that we're being fair. You know, so I, I guess I'm <laughs> okay. trying to be fair. You know. Okay. Don't be fair. Just just stick with it. You, your stove is so amazing that you bring two of them when you yeah, go back. Yeah, it's so great that it, if somebody doesn't have one, I'm like, hey, here, try the best stove in the world. That's it. Right. <laughs> try the best <laughs> one in the world. Uh, I noticed that your group might be stoveless. Don't worry. I got a, an extra yeah, one right yeah. here. Would you like to borrow it? <laughs> yeah. You can keep it because it's only like 12 bucks. So or somebody go. with their high price stove, it goes out and be like, hey, I got one for sale for $89.95, you know, right, right here. Right. <laughs> right. Mark it up. That's the on the trail price right there. Yeah. So that's my that's my submission. All right, I like it. I mean, you, you, you mentioned the, the key points there. So you mentioned that it's lightweight. You mentioned that it is, of course, very inexpensive and and that, yeah, it lasts forever. So mine, let's see here. Yeah, so the Jetboat Stash is not cheap. It is super expensive, and so there's there's the downside. But it does come with the pot. I like it, and so uh, that's what. And the pot is really the key to the stove. Is it makes it extremely efficient, and so it's got. Okay, I got I got the stats here. I actually did some research and looked it up. So they did a, a test. It was it was like 500 feet elevation. I think controlled environment. The Jetboil Stash boiled one cup of water. A minute 20 using two grams of fuel, mm. all right? The BRS stove boiled one cup of water in 320, so two minutes longer. Oh, gosh. And it used three grams or 50% more fuel. Ooh. All right? This, the, yeah, the BRS is known for just putting out so much, like, heat and flame that it's it's almost like having, like, a stove flamethrower. <laughs> and so if you want something to, like, wield as a flamethrower, I think this is, you know, this is up your alley. If you like wasting fossil fuels, I think the BRS is up your alley. Uh, you've got, I mean, you've got a goatee. Like, there's a chance that thing could catch on fire with the BRS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's more expensive up front. In the end, with all the extra fuel costs, if you go backpacking frequently, which I know that you do, it's going to save you money in the long run with all your fuel costs. And so that is my rebuttal. What you got for that? Uh, I remember seeing the stove when Jeremiah Stringer, I think he was one of the first that came out with the review. You got me on the efficiency. I, I've always thought the Jet Bull is like super efficiency, so you're saving fuel. So I, I guess, you know, my only counterpoint is it's just bulky. I mean, you know, you got the pot with it, but I'm going to say mm -hmm. just just bulk. But I, I can't argue right. with the efficiency. I mean, that is a huge deal. Okay. And, of course, the price. I remember I remember the starting price on that was kind of high. But you do get – you got that pot and the – the cover thing too, and and the boil over stuff, and the and then that flip over. Yeah, dang, that's oh yeah, that's nice. The fuel stabilizer. Don't forget oh, that, about that. Oh, that thing does it come? It comes with it. Not really. It comes in that, there? Nobody uses those things. But. Okay. <laughs> but are you saying okay? We say bulky though. Like this is is your pot? I guess yeah. smaller or more compact yeah. than this. I mean, this has a fold up thing. You got to bring a pot anyway, right? Yeah, I've just got the uh, the Tokes uh, five fifty. So. But all I'm doing, okay. I'm just a guy who boils water. I just boil water, right, and put it in the uh, in the peak or peak refuel or whatever. That's all I'm doing. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. I, I mean, I have to give you that. That it's not that bulky because you're you got the pot weight. What's the weight on it? Okay, you got me. I don't have the weight handy. I think they're they're similar. I think that the BRS is a, an ounce lighter. Maybe it's like an ounce, ounce and a half lighter. Okay. just from memory. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to really make that point because when you come down to stoves, you know, it's lighter because yeah, I think this pot with this like stuff at the bottom, which makes it more fuel efficient, keeps the heat in there, is yeah. uh, that makes it a little bit heavier too. But we're talking ounces here; we're not talking yeah. significant weight. Yeah. And if you're going on a longer trip, you're gonna make that back up with fuel efficiency, which I've seen firsthand on the trip. So, all right, there yeah. you go. You went, you went first. I I shouldn't be making my points anymore. Uh, okay, so that's the first one. Let's go with this. Is the one where I think we're we're, we're pretty close on. This is the sleeping mm -hmm. pad. Okay, so I'm actually not very good, as you can tell, at like packaging this up. I still have to figure out how to. I don't know if you can tell. It's like sticking out the end here. 
that is the Nemo Tensor. The Nemo Tensor, I'm actually, I, I brought the little inflation bag that they have, and it was super annoying, so I don't know if I have to have that. I'm going to try that the next time is not bringing that, so I'm going to save myself an ounce, which is going to make my option similar weight to yours. I, I feel like it's going to be a similar price. It's like kind of in the $150, $170 range, depending upon which one you choose. I've got the long wide, and yeah, so I think that the, like I don't want to share which one you're choosing yet, but most pads, when I look up the reviews, the big issue is that they get leaks. And it doesn't matter the brand. It doesn't matter, you know, I don't know. It seems like the style doesn't seem to matter. Like some, somebody's always finding a way to get a leak with a pad. I have yeah. not had a leak with this pad and the shirts I brought it on. I don't typically have issues with leaks, to be honest. But I think this pad is it's comfortable. Yeah. It's not as crinkly as a lot of the other lightweight pads out there. And it's sufficiently warm for most summer nights, kind of shoulder season stuff as well. So that's why I like the Nemo Tensor. And it weighs in, I think it's like a, pound, a little over a pound at this point. So what you got? So I also have the Tensor, but I chose the, sorry, it's all unfolded, the Thermarest Neo Air X-Lite. And as you can see, like, it's kind of nasty. I've had it a long time. I wish they made it in a different color, but it's yellow and it's just kind of dirty. But uh had it a long time. I've never had a leak on it. 12 ounces is super, super. Now, I know okay. what people will say is that crinkly noise. Uh, I just try to go to sleep before everybody else, and then they just have to deal <laughs> with the noise. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I love the solved. 12 ounces. And, and the other thing that I've heard is, People don't like it. I guess you could get the wide, but I just have the 20 out. It's a 20 inch wide. People mm -hmm. say, oh, I don't like my elbows being off the pad, but I'm kind of a side sleeper, so I don't really have that issue. Right. Uh, I, I, I really, the reason I usually take it over the tensor is just weight and bulk. It's it, when I fold both down, the, this one folds down a lot, a lot smaller than the tensor. Okay. However, I'm going to have to concede one point. I will say the tensor <laughs> is more comfortable. <laughs> You're conceding again. <laughs> I'm conceding again. I All told right. you I'm a poor lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were like similar weight pound for pound. It is more crinkly. And I I had a, I don't know, mine wasn't wide enough, but it, yeah, I had the one of the crinkly ones. I don't think it was that exact model. And it was, for whatever reason, it wasn't as comfortable, but even though it had like a similar R value, I felt like the, the, uh, thermal rests were warmer, strangely, Yeah. but I don't really have a counterpoint to that because I don't think we're, I don't think we're too far apart. If you, if we both own the other person's like, or similar version of the other person's sleeping pad, I think we're, yeah. we're pretty close there. So the one thing I did find out though, I will say is that when I was doing the research on reviews on the thermal rests was same thing like people were like oh I, I got a leak right away or i got you know six leaks on my first trip i don't know what's going on with that but a lot but in addition to the leaks people were blowing out the seams on the thermal rest uh, which I've i don't know that. if they're like you know wrestling on them or like pouncing on them <laughs> but yeah. that's not fixable like the leaks you can fix in the field this obviously seems breaking that you're done for at that point i will say that the the valve that they've they've switched to the new valve i really like it's just like the the winged valve the new valve seems to have yeah. fixed some of the valve problems i remember i had the old version years ago and that did have some issues mm -hmm. and i think that's why they switched valves then i i got that little uh flex tail i'm just lazy and as i'm getting older i don't have much uh cardio left so that 20 blows into the thing to, <laughs> it just like I, i'm ready to just faint <laughs> afterwards so I've I've got that little flex tail thing. I just turn it on and just woo, it blows up, you know, in a, a minute. I love that thing. Yeah, Dan Becker introduced us to that, both on video and on our podcast. And I had asked him. I said, "Are you so exhausted at the end of the of the day <laughs> that you have to have that to inflate your pad?" He just said, "He's like, no, but I just hate blowing up my pad. It's just like annoying to me." And I was like, "All right, that's fair. Everybody's yeah. got the the thing that they hate doing on the trail." Yeah. So, yeah. That's so funny. Uh, all right. Well, fair enough. So I, I, I do want to ask you, So, since you have the other one, the Tensor, do you, do you like the, the bag that it comes with, the inflation bag? Uh, no, 
No, I okay. I don't usually take it. I usually just take the flex tail. So you no, use that for that one yeah, too. It, it doesn't fit the valve perfectly, but I can hold it and it, it will. So uh, I think okay. they make another one that's got a better valve for that one, but I gotcha. I do take that. Now, the, I, I failed to mention that. I will say that there's been a couple of times with the Tensor that uh, my butt has dragged the ground at full capacity. I don't know if that's just my, uh, a, a me problem or whatever, but I've never <laughs> had that problem with the with the uh, X-Lite. Like full capacity air, you're on your side and your butt, your hip is like hitting the ground? Yes. And oh, I don't know why that okay. is. Maybe I've not got it blown up enough, but. Uh, right. But I do find I still find it more comfortable. Uh, maybe okay. it's twenty five inches wide. I like that. All right. Which what, what do you got next? Well, uh, next, um, we want to go. Let's go tent. Okay. Uh, I, that was probably Alabama tent. 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 <laughs> I like yeah, it. This is the tent. The uh, I have the <laughs> Z Packs Duplex. Yes. It's hard to see yes. this with camera, but I I love this thing. Wait, 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 that one's out of the that one's out of the stuff sack as well. Do you store your stuff out of stuff sacks? What's going on there? I, you know what? I do. Uh that's okay. Yeah, that's weird. I've never really talked about that, but I one of these bins behind me, uh, this thing like I would my sleeping bags, I I don't want them crinkled up. So I okay. I store it in a big bin like this. I don't fold it back up so that it doesn't have continue to have different folds all the time or the okay. same folds. So I just I air it out, you know. So yeah, yeah. So you're talking okay. So just a reference for those that are just hearing the audio version. He's his backdrop is all these bins with stickers on them. It looks like you know branded stickers from various I don't know outdoor brands or whatever. And uh, that's he's got a ton of them. It looks like I I count like twelve to sixteen just in in view of the camera there. Bunches, and then yeah. he so it's like you know those like black way. bins with the yellow tops you see at Home Depot or whatever. And so, so you don't pack up your, your stuff when you get back. You're packing it all in when you're leaving. Yeah. Is that how you do it? Yeah. I put them in these bins and okay. by sleeping bags, I actually have just like a, a PVC pipe that hangs up over to my left, your right. And okay. I just sling my sleeping bags over that. So that they're fully out and the loft doesn't mm. compact. All right, I totally, yeah, I, I, we went down a rabbit hole of where you store stuff. Okay, but what, so Z-Packs, Duplex. Oh, yeah, oh, what, sorry. What's, what's good about that? Yeah, no, I know, it's my fault. As, I, as I've gotten over 50, I tend to go down rabbit holes, but. Uh, yeah, I do. The, <laughs> the, so I, I really am passionate about the Z-Packs Duplex because I've tried so many tents, and I really don't like a lot of tents. I mean, like, of all the other stuff, I can say, ah, oh, whatever, but. I'll just go ahead and get out of the way. Yes, the price is an issue. It, it always <laughs> will be. But, you know, I just basically said, okay, I'm going to put some money, like I did the Dave Ramsey thing, where I just put some money in an envelope every month mm -hmm. until I had enough. And I, I don't know if it was a year or whatever it was. All right. And, but Dyneema, uh, what is it? 20 ounces, 19, 19 ounces, I think. It says 18 on their website. I looked it up. It's what? It says what? It says like 18.2. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe. Oh, I'm thinking, I, I think I was looking at the, the, you know, they have the new duplex L. Oh, It's okay. a little longer and it has little struts in the middle now to kind of alleviate so that you don't have to pull it out. Right. But yeah, so I've had it now three years and it looks okay. like new. It's that laminate of the, the Dyneema strands in between two pieces of plastic, essentially. I don't know all the the science of it, but I just know that the biggest selling point for me, even at whatever it is, what five ninety nine or whatever it is, I don't, I can't mm -hmm. remember now. It's, it's seven hundred dollars now, just so you know. It's seven hundred dollars now. It was like six ninety nine, yeah. Oh, okay, maybe it's six ninety nine. So yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I'm sure it's gone up with you know inflation stuff too. The biggest selling point for me, and it's just hard for me to come off of this, is it does not absorb water. And no matter what I did with all the silk nylon tents, okay, I got tired of rolling up a wet tent and it weighing four times more than it started with the day before mm. so that's my big selling point the weight mm. and i just i love the design i love the trekking pole tents uh nemo hornet that's mine and that's expensive too so so mine comes in at 320 bucks brand new so it's not a cheap tent either it's still less than half the cost of the duplex of course but yeah really my only main argument was like 
The duplex cost seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. My first couple cars when I was younger cost less than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so you you tried to neutralize my argument by just putting a little bit of money away here and there. But I I think what it boils down to <laughs> is that so my tent weighs I think it's like two pounds four ounces, and so it's still really lightweight. It's not is you know it's not like featherweight like the duplex, but you're saving about a pound. I want to say like a pound two ounces. So is it worth $380 plus the tax difference to save a pound, two ounces? Uh, Maybe, but it sounds like for you, you're also concerned about the function as well, which, which you made a really good point about the, uh, the water issue. It's not absorbing water. That's a really good point. I had not considered that because I do know that it's like, it's, it's sort of the duplex is sort of a single wall tent, which tends to collect more of the moisture at nighttime, the condensation. And so, I've seen where you have to kind of wipe it down on the inside because even if you have it well vented, it just because it's single wall, they just tend to collect more of that water inside. So, yeah, so that was one of the concerns I had for that one, whereas I did not have that issue with the Nemo. I'm kind of picky on the look, and I could be wrong, but doesn't the the duplex kind of remind you of like like blue saran wrap a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. And then you you need the trekking pole. I know it sounds like you might be a trekking pole person, but I am not. And I think it's like 50-50. Half, people, half the people out there are, half aren't. So, you know, if you don't have the trekking pole, you got to borrow one or bring an extra, you know, like carbon fiber pole as part of the deal. So that's my rebuttal. What you got for that? So rebuttal. I still go back to the sill nylon. Like I can't go to a sill nylon tent. I've had them for years and years and I would, it would rain all night. I'd put it back and really they weigh about five. They weigh double when you put them back Mm -hmm. in wet. But yeah, I got the little uh, carbon fiber poles. I'm not a trekking pole person most of the time anyway. And these things are just super light. But so what was the other thing? Oh, the condensation. So the little hack I do is I take those mini uh, clothespins, the little mini ones, and I fold back the doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in the rain, you're not going to get splashback. So I've never, I've only had condensation issues one time. And I take one of those light load towels, the little ones that you, that are cinched down. And then when they get wet, they wipe out and they just wrench out yeah i think i saw i think i saw that on your uh your hacks video you put out there yes yeah that's right that's right i forgot yeah. about that yeah so i yeah. use that but i've really only had it one time and that was like in a grassy field and it was dewy and i i knew you know no matter what tent i had i was gonna have it but i do get i mean yeah i can't argue with the price it's it's expensive it you know you just got if you if you really want to stay for it I think it's well worth it. I think it's uh, all really because of the material. I think the the Dyneema. I got I got the spruce green one. So it, the Dyneema is a little thicker, so it's not as translucent as the okay. the blue. And now they offer that mm-hmm. in the the dirt color. It looks <laughs> yeah, it's all dirt, <laughs> but right. it, it, it still has the 0.75, so it's a little thicker Dyneema and not translucent, but it. Yeah, it's expensive temp, but I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, and I, honestly, yeah, I think I'm on the the frugal side of the backpackers. There's some people who are like, I don't care. Like, if I can save some weight with some extra cash, I got the extra cash. I'm spending it. So mm-hmm. I know that I, I know that I might be in the minority on this one, but that's how it goes. Okay, good points. Good points. I like your hacks, though. That that is helpful to to know. And it sounds like you, yeah, you might have some different types of weather than I'm used to with. With our mountain weather, we—I mean, we went on that Tetons trip a few months back, and that was like a soaker. But we don't typically get those. It's usually like the afternoon thunderstorms, and then if it does rain at night, and you're talking about packing up a wet tent, usually the next day at some point it's going to be sunny, and with the dry mountain air, like you can yeah. just kind of take it out and dry it out. And so it's not—even if you're carrying a little bit heavier at first, it's not going to be like that the whole time. So yeah, yeah, our experience might be different for sure, but. All right, we got one last one, and that is the backpack. And, uh, man, the backpack's tough because everybody has their own preferences and they have their own yeah. way of doing things and fits and feels and things. And so I try to categorize it with backpack for lightweight slash medium weight trips. So that could be, mm-hmm. you know, like not your ultra, ultra light. You're not really hammering. It could be just a typical three- to five-day trip where you're doing like, you know, 10 to 12 miles or so, Um 
maybe you're bringing your spouse or you bring in some kids, you have to, you know, carry a little bit extra weight, maybe not. Maybe you're you're going a little bit longer, so you're carrying extra food. So that was kind of the the theory behind that. Yeah. And so mine is the the Granite Gear Blaze 60 liter, okay? That's that's my go-to because it's it's versatile enough. It's not like the lightest weight pack, but it's versatile enough to, to work for that scenario. So... It weighs in at, it's like around three pounds, three pounds-ish, but it can carry the lightweight load. So I've had that pack down at 20 pounds, fully loaded. I've also had it up over 30, and it carries comfortably both ways. So I love the fit and the feel. It has all the the doodads and the features. I think my main argument is really an argument against your pack. So I'm just going to stop right there and let you talk about your pack. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So I came across the... uh... Let's see if I can show it. I don't know if I can show it. So I came across the Hyperlite Mountain Gear, uh, 3400, the Junction. You got the black one. I got to love the black. Yeah. I don't I don't like the white because it just seems like they get dirty so I quickly. know. That was like my main argument was the white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, oh, that's right. You didn't know which color I had. Yeah, no, so, but, I, but yeah, I've I, only really seen the white ones out on the trail. I don't think I've seen the black ones. That's why I was like, oh, he's probably got the white. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I saw it, I, I, I wasn't going to get it until I saw the black because I've seen these ones out on the trails. These people do the P and PCT and they're like hiking, hiking, they're like, Oh, that thing looks nasty. They've had it. I for know. A it looks miles. like a homeless kind of backpack where it's just like been out there and it's just collect. Yeah. Yeah. Like why anything on the trail is just going to collect dirt. Yeah. And I heard, um, oh, what's his name? There, there's a YouTuber that said why he liked, he liked white w- was because when you open it, 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 the, the light comes through and you can see what's in it. I was like, eh, I'm not buying that. Not mm. buying that. But so, yeah. But you could do that with other light colors, like a yeah. yellow yeah. or like a lime green. Yeah, so mine's the thirty four hundred, so it's about sixty. I, I'm not good with that stuff. I, I I think it's yeah. Well, there's like a fifty five liter version. Is that the one you think? I think so. Yeah, but okay. I mean, I've got like Alabama secondary education, so I don't. I'm math is not my strong point. <laughs> <laughs> you're so humble. You're a lawyer. Come on, you're smarter than me. Let's be honest here. <laughs> so, uh, just love it. It's it's Dyneema. Uh, I actually traded my Z Packs Arc Blast for this pack uh it gave up gave up some weight i mean the arc blast like physically traded like you're like hey i i got a deal for you yeah somebody wanted okay they wanted my arc blast and i said okay i'll trade you for the uh junction i have the junction you know they have those three three different ones they either have mesh all the way around or mesh just in the back and they call it three different things and for a minute I was like, what? I don't get this. What is different about it? It literally is just mesh, no mesh, or part mesh for the junction, the southwest, or the right, whatever the third one's called. Dyneema, um, it is a, it's heavier than the Arc Blast. It's like two pounds. Is it two pounds? Maybe right at, maybe maybe a little under, a little over. But uh, Yeah, it's about two pounds. Uh, it's the most that. comfortable pack I've ever owned. And... My argument selling point is comfortable. It's the most comfortable pack I've ever had. Haven't had the Granite Gear Blaze. I've had the Crown something. Had it for a while. Liked it. Uh, But this is the most comfortable pack I've ever had. The Hyperlite Mountain Gear. But it's expensive. It's a well. It's a little. It's not. It's not like. It's not like the Z Packs. You know the the Duplex. It's. I think it was like. It's three seventy. I want to say now for that. The one that you were showing and. Mine is, I think, last time I checked, it was around three hundred. So it's a little bit more expensive. It's not quite the disparity. It is okay. a pound lighter, so I'll give you that for sure. And then the other, yeah, the other specs on it. A couple things. It said it was nearly waterproof. It's it's water resistant, but I think you still have to have the pack cover or some sort of interior liner on that one. Okay, I don't understand this, but when I looked it up, it said the black one weighed two ounces more than the white one. So I don't know if they're using different materials or there's different accessories or something but that was kind of interesting to me yeah i think i think the 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 black dyneema is heavier mm-hmm. just okay. just with i don't know why that is but it, it is heavier right and I, th- I think that's in any any of them so i i'll be honest i haven't tried the hyperlight gear packs i haven't had the opportunity to i should probably try one out before i can fully naysay it so my main argument was i think i wrote down white color really <laughs> 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 and so yeah it it looks like an ultralight pack. It looks very pared down. Does it? I forget. Does it have the hip belt pockets? Oh yeah. In okay. fact, 
like unlike the Z packs, which is modular, you can put on or off. These packs are sewed on. Okay. They are huge. They're mm. huge. I put everything in there. Uh, I actually took off my Z packs, a little extra hip belt there. And it's a, like an extra and made it even more comfortable. So that did add a little, you know, a little bit, but the, it's in, it's got an internal frame, just like, uh, the crown there but just like up and down weight i i've mm-hmm. yet to find an uncomfortable spot with this thing what's the heaviest you've had it if you don't let me ask him like ballpark i i uh, i think i had it around 35 pounds 30 38 pounds something like that okay that's legit yeah and the big the big selling point for these things is it has that roll down on the side and it mm-hmm. it does it, you can roll it down to nothing or you can just and I had mine just like all the way up with the roll off the top because I was I had so much right. food for like nine nice. days that it was mostly food in my pack no resupply no resupply on the yeah we were out there that's in, a lot of food man that's a long time it was it was yeah okay all right well you know what I don't know that we really argued that one it sounds like we're just, I'm just like learning about your pack at this point but that's okay because I might have to. See about trying one of those out, especially if you can hold, if you can hold 35, 38 pounds comfortably, like that's pretty impressive. That's what I liked about the Granite Gear was it could hold the heavier weight, but still I could, I could pack it down and it would be light enough for a lightweight trip. But yeah, if I'm going with the family or if I'm going to more like the desert spots in Utah, like I brought this to Canyonlands and I've got to carry extra water, then that's what I was concerned about. And so it was, mine was versatile enough for that. sounds like yours might be too. So, well, two, two, you brought up a good point is it's harder. It's harder. I think for us to argue this, because I always think of backpacks like shoes. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm going to do a review on a shoe, I'm going to say, Hey, this shoe works for me. It probably doesn't work for you. And I, I like, I think you, you said it at first, like whoever, whatever backpack works for you, that's what you should get because, Literally, it whatever's on your back is gonna make or break your your backpacking trip, and it star starts right. with the backpack, for sure. Oh, and the other thing for I was sure. gonna say is, yes, it is pretty much waterproof the because it's Dyneema, but I mm-hmm. always carry one of those Nyla Flume, looks like a Mylar bag inside my pack, right? Just okay, extra careful with that. But uh, I think I've never had any water come through. So, okay, wow. And yeah, like I said, it sounds like you get more of the soaking than I than I've had. So yeah, all right, good deal. Okay, that that's it. That's the gear showdown. We picked four categories. We'll circle back at a later episode. We guess obviously there's a lot more categories. Oh, yeah. to talk about for sure. So I don't think this this devolved into like a, a heated argument. I think you're too friendly for that. But I appreciate the discussion for sure. <laughs> I think I learned something as well in the process, which is always yeah, me a too, plus. me too. Okay, good deal. All right, so we've got. Uh, gear logo trivia coming up right after this. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Okay, so so this trivia is inspired by those bins that you have behind you. Okay? Okay. So um, I always like to have like something on the line, a little add a little tension to the trivia. Mm. And uh, since these are first time on the show... 
this, we can't have like this kind of running like tally of trivia wins and losses and this and that. So I, so I got something. I've got um, if you don't pass this trivia, you got to get two out of three questions correct. So if you don't pass, you got to peel off one of those stickers off one of those bins back there. Ooh. What do you think about that? Oh, let's see. It'll probably be Metro on the move. I, I don't want his sticker back there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, man. I'm just kidding, Metro. Annoying, like you know, you you peel off a sticker and like it leaves like the you know the residue behind. Oh or yeah, it leaves, like, yeah, yeah. Doesn't cleanly peel off. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to add a little tension so to to motivate you to try to get these right. So we'll see. Okay. But it's it's gear logo trivia. So all of these have to do with logos. I'm just guessing. I can't see. I'm just guessing. You got a lot of logo stuff behind you. So yeah. If anybody should know their stuff, I'm hoping it's you, but we'll find out. Okay. All right, you ready? I'll try. Let's see. Okay. I got two multiple choice questions, and then the third one's not. Okay. No, no, no. I take the back. All three are multiple choice. So oh. the answer is always C. The answer is always C. You can try that. No. See what happens. No, I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which brand, like backpacking brand, has an N that sort of is in the shape of a shield? as their logo all right an n that's kind of shaped it looks kind of like a shield as their logo here are your choices a north face b never summer c nemo oh goodness d big agnes i wish i could cheat but i, I don't I can't cheat <laughs> so uh i'm gonna go with nemo nemo that's correct I mean, oh, my... yes. yeah i got Kind of looks like a shield. I don't know if you can see that. Right okay, there. Yeah. I think that I, was in my mind when you pulled that tent up a minute ago. I was like, I think I, I think I saw that. Okay, good paying attention. All right, uh, number two, which old school brand has its name under a triangle that's supposed to be a mountain? So, like, the name of the brand is under a triangle, and that triangle I think is meant to represent a mountain. Here are your choices: A. Kelty, B. Coleman, C. Alps Mountaineering. Or D Osprey. Ooh, this is hard. I don't. I don't think Coleman. Let's see. Osprey. No. Uh, it's either Alps Mountaineering or what was A? Kelty. 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 What does Kelty look like? I have a. I had a Kelty tent. I still have a Kelty. Oh, I'm going to go with Alps. Alps Mountaineering. I'm sorry, their logo oh. is, is not very creative. It just says Alps Mountaineering. There's nothing to it. So Kelty's got the, it says Kelty and it's got a triangle underneath. So a triangle, sorry, above it. Above yeah. it. Okay. So, ah, one it, for, you got to get number three correct. You got number, I almost number three went correct. with Kelty too. I had it down to close. those two. Okay. I know. Yeah. So number three is which of the following brands does not have a mountain on their logo? Ooh. Does not. Okay. Obviously with backpacking brands, mountains like a common go-to. So A, Patagonia, B, MSR, C, Marmot. Or D, Fajal or Fall Raven, however you pronounce that stinking brand. Yeah, I don't know how you pronounce that either. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think that was brave just to say it. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> so what was what was B again? MSR. What does not have a mountain? Yeah, there's one of these does not have a mountain. I'm going with MSR. MSR's got a mountain as the backdrop. Oh no! Oh my goodness, this is this is dramatic. You got to stink and peel a sticker off of one of those yeah. bins back there. So the answer is Fall Raven. It has like a little oh. fox kind of animal. Is there right. logo? Yeah. Yeah. Do you own anything from Fall Raven, by the way? I don't. Okay. I don't. What is that from? Like Denmark or where is that from? Uh, Norway. Is it Norway? Norway? Like yeah, 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 yeah. I knew it was somewhere over there. We have an outlet, like a Fall Raven outlet here in Castle Rock, Colorado, and we, uh, I went in there, and it was just like almost like fashion outdoors. Like, try to yeah. look like you're an outdoors person, but it wasn't. Right. I mean, I think it was semi-functional, I'll say. so. Right, right. I kind of got that, yeah. Okay. I don't know if that's how they, that's, that might just be the outlet. I don't know. But, all right, my friend. Well, thanks for playing along with the trivia. really appreciate that. So, our next segment is typically tidbits, and since you're on the show, I, I've devoted this section to you. So, can you do you mind talking about where people can find you, your YouTube, your social media stuff, just whatever you got going on? Okay, so YouTube is uh, as a crow flies hiking, uh, and on Facebook it is just crow flies hiking. I, I don't know why I didn't put as, but it's just crow flies hiking on Facebook. Okay. Instagram is as the crow flies hiking okay. and TikTok, which is a little different. 
uh, it's a little different like thing that I do is uh, on as as crow fly hiking as well. Okay, I'll have, I'm gonna have all these links in our show description and then on our YouTube channel show description as well. So, do you have anything coming out like any any video releases or anything we should be looking forward to? Uh, well, my videos come. I have a video every Sunday morning, okay. and I usually try to do some sort of strange video on Thursday morning. It's usually a short or something kind of off the wall, usually either a gear review or a short on Thursday. But my main videos are every Sunday morning. Uh, this Sunday I have, uh, well, so yeah, I don't know. This this is not going to post right now, but in, I think, I don't know what date that is, but coming up, <laughs> I've right. got, I don't even know. But I've got a uh, a video on seven different passes along the U- U- Uintas Highland uh-huh. Trail or the Highland Trail in Utah. Right. So it, it, I just narrowed down the video to seven different passes, just up and over the passes. Like right. you struggling up and over each one of those passes? Yes. And when <laughs> okay. I say struggle, I mean struggle bus. <laughs> okay. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I like it. So, and, and we say like goofy videos that you have, like, like what's an example of that? Well, so a lot of people like my backpacker Bob videos. Oh, yeah. He is a, my alter ego kind of guy. He's this old codger guy like uh in toy story the prospector is kind of what he i patterned him after i, I okay. say but he does just goofy stuff like five ways to survive a bear attack or you know <laughs> just stupid things uh he, he he had a battle with sasquatch i mean i we literally had a guy in a sasquatch suit i guess i guess i give it away it's not really sasquatch but we <laughs> we we literally had a, a battle in the woods and we end up having a dance off at the end of the battle for who wins Okay. <laughs> uh, backpacker Bob's kayak. So yeah, that's, that's been a lot of fun. Uh, do you think that backpacker Bob would be willing to make an appearance on the podcast next time you're on? Absolutely. I'll call him. He okay. lives down the road in a, a van it's down by the <laughs> river. And so oh, yeah. when he's not in the County jail for some miscommunication with the police, he's, I can usually find him. So okay. Well, okay. <laughs> okay we'll have to have backpack i saw one of the videos it was uh he was he found a secret trail and the secret trail had to do with like like i think he pronounced it like rohan and some other places yeah. in middle earth and yeah he went was, on the middle earth trail yeah, yeah yeah i was laughing out loud when i was watching that video just so well you know. cool thanks yeah it, <laughs> yeah it's so much fun yeah yeah my wife's like what are you what are you watching over there and i was like you just have to watch it <laughs> <laughs> so oh hey Hey, Crow, man, we really appreciate you coming on and, and co-hosting and just jumping right in. I, I just kind of said, all right, you're, you're hosting and we're going to do all the things you normally do and we're going to do some trivia and we're going to debate these things and you're just like, I'm up for all of it. So Let's I just it, really man. appreciate it. This was it. so much fun, man. I, yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Bring me back anytime. I'll be a okay. co-host anytime. I'm going to take you up on that. So... All right, that's all we got. And uh, if you if you if you dug the show, please consider subscribing either on your favorite podcast audio app or right here on YouTube. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.